Hi, friends. Okay, today's episode, a <laughs> little spicy, a little bit of ranting. Oh, it's it's such an important topic, though. Um, We are talking about the worst cold pitches <laughs> that I've received and some tips on how to make them better, right? We're not just here to name and shame and rant and, and laugh and mock. Like, no, we're here for improvement Um, because some people just don't know any better. They just don't know how to write good cold pitches. Now, I am not a fan of cold pitching as a, as a practice. I kind of hate it, but I know a lot of people do use it and do rely on it. And so we're going to talk about how to do it better because I don't want you to suffer doing something badly. If you really like cold pitching, good for you, power to you, but let's make sure that you're doing it well. So we're going to talk about four of the worst pitches that I've received and how to make them better. Like we're going to talk about what's wrong with them, why they fall so short and what you can do to make sure that you don't make those same mistakes. This is Confident Communication for Entrepreneurs, the place where we embrace who we are and use it to our advantage in our businesses. We don't change who we are to fit the marketing rules. <laughs> we break those rules and maybe make a few of our own too. You get to set the standard for how you communicate in your business, and I'm here to help you do that. It's time to share your message in a way that feels great and is totally aligned to who you are. So grab a coffee and join the party. Okay, <laughs> let's dig into this topic, cold pitching. Mm, it's super controversial. I have a lot of thoughts. I personally, okay, I personally hate cold pitching. This is just my preference. I know other people will have different opinions on this. Some people love it. Some people are have literally built their whole business on it and they've really mastered it and that's fine, I guess. I am not a fan. I don't think that it's a good way or a sustainable way at all to build a business. And mostly because it's so much effort for so little reward. Why are you chasing after people that might not be interested in your services instead of trying to find the people that are already raising their hands and saying, hey, I need help with this thing. <laughs> Please help me. Letting people self-select, you're already going to be off to a better start. Um. But anyway, we're not here to talk about the merits, the pros and cons of cold pitching, because I know that some people do it. Um, I'm sure that some of you like to reach out to people in messages and that kind of thing. So we're here to talk about how to do it well, because if you're going to do it, you might as well do it right. There's no point in doing it in a, in a bad way, right? Like, why waste your effort? So if you're going to commit to doing cold pitching, at least let's talk about how to do it well, right? So um, that's what we're digging into today. Right. So I'm going to share with you, yeah, these four <laughs> worst cold pitches I've ever received. And we're going to talk about um, why they're bad. Like, we're not just here to shame and to have a little laugh about how bad these messages are and how ineffective they are. Like, we're going to use them to talk about some things that you can do to make your messages to people better. Before I dig into that. First of all, I really do think if you are going to spend the time and the effort messaging people, reaching out to people either via email or messages or whatever 
whatever it is, I guess it's more common on messages um, on social media platforms now than emails. But if you if you're going to do it, please focus on like building some sort of connection first, like take that extra time, that extra like 10 minutes or the extra day, depending on how quickly people respond to like have a quick conversation first and scope the person out and just make sure that there's someone that you could potentially work with and that they might actually be interested in hearing what you've got to say because first of all Facebook um and Instagram are both like they're getting very good at filtering and putting messages into spam I basically don't see a single and especially if you're not friends with people as well just know this on Facebook if you're not friends with people you, like they won't even see your message um, straight away it doesn't go into their inbox it goes into message requests now um, and even then a lot of messages don't even go to message requests they go to a spam folder so just be aware that like a lot of times if you're going to spend time messaging people they're not even going to see it junk folders are very good now they almost catch too many things like they're very advanced these spam filters are really good and especially on social media platforms they're really cracking down on like random messages being sent to people when they have no connection apparent like no apparent connection whatsoever so please keep that in mind if you're going to be reaching out over messages like start a conversation send a friend friend request have like have some sort of communication like comment on a post or something something so that the platform knows that you have some sort of connection in some way and that they're more likely to open your message because it's just a quick hello I saw this thing and it was really cool like start a conversation and then you can get into your pitch if that's really what you want to do okay so keep that in mind <laughs> bonus tip that wasn't even on my plan to say today but it's a bonus tip start with some sort of friendly conversation because then the chances are um at least on social media that your messages are actually going to get read if you're looking to do cult, like outreach on email like we can dig into this in another episode perhaps because there's a lot of things to consider but most messages now unless you're very careful most messages are going to go to people's junk folders so you got to be very particular about what you um like how you structure your email what you say what you put as your subject line so that people actually see it because I don't think at least in the last six months I don't think I've seen a single pitch email come directly into my inbox every single one has gone to my junk folder my junk folder puts like catches a lot of stuff I wish it didn't as well like it's 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 almost too good at its job now it's it's being too cautious so just keep those things in mind okay so <laughs> with that over that little sidetrack over let's dig into these four um messages like that I received that were just bad for so many different reasons and we're going to talk about why they're bad and what what you can do differently okay so this first message here is one that I I think I received this on Facebook um I actually had to like again all of the every single message that I'm sharing with you today I had to find in my like junk or spam folder because again I, I do occasionally check those folders because so many things go there that shouldn't be in those spaces so I do check like every week just to make sure that there's nothing important that's gone to the wrong place. And these ones <laughs> just kind of caught my eye and not not in a good way. So every single one of these has ended up in some sort of junk or spam folder just as a 
as a heads up. So the first one here, and I'm just reading this like word for I'm obviously there's no personal information. I'm not here to like name and shame people. So there's no personal information in any of these. We're just looking at the, the text and these are word for word <laughs> how I received them. So <clears throat> the first one. Hi there. Sorry for the delay. And thank you for your interest in the Canva invite. I'm sure you'll up your marketing game with this. Let me tell you first how it works. And she goes into some more information after this. Now, the reason that this one in particular caught my eye as being really bad is because I have no idea who this person is. <laughs> so I have never interacted with this person before. I don't, I didn't recognize their name, their picture, nothing. I have no idea who this person was. And they opened their message. First of all, they didn't even use my name. <clears throat> and then they opened their message and saying, thank you for your interest in the Canva invite. I don't know what this invite is that I've apparently expressed interest in. <laughs> it really confused me for a while. I was like, what, what is this? What is this? I haven't, I haven't expressed interest if I clicked something by accident. No, so I haven't. I have no idea what this is. This is just a tactic that they're using to get people to open the messages. And so this is like my tip number one here. Like the, the thing that's bad about this one in particular is that it's using a very manipulative tactic to get people to open this message. Even if they have no idea who this person is, they don't know what this thing is that they've apparently signed up for. But when we see that, like the phrase, like, thank you for your interest in this thing, or, oh, let me just follow up on this thing. Like those kinds of things. Our brain, like we're busy people. We forget things. And so our brain goes, oh my goodness, is there something that this is, this is something that I've forgotten to respond to. I have to look at it and follow it up. That's not the case at all here. Like I have, I definitely like, I, I don't have any interest in learning new things about Canva right now. I use Canva a lot. I'm very comfortable with it. I did not sign up for any, any Canva, anything. So this is a very manipulative tactic. And so this is tip, like tip number one for how to improve your cold pitches. Do not use these manipulative tactics. You may think that they will work, right? Because, you know, it's like, oh, someone's going to open it. Like, great. But all they're going to do is open it and then get annoyed at you. Or maybe they're going to just get frustrated or they'll just ignore it altogether as well. Because again, like I say, a lot of the stuff goes to junk. Another um, really common tactic that people use that is super, super sleazy, super manipulative. Please don't do it. Um, people try and start their email subject lines with like the RE colon. Like it's like it's a reply to an email. Um, and they're trying to trick you into thinking that you sent them an email and that they're just responding. So do watch out for that one as well, because like just from a personal standpoint, if you're for messages that you're receiving, but also please don't send messages out like that because it's just not ethical to try and trick people like that into opening something that they're not interested in. You're already like on the verge of breaching like privacy rules by reaching out to people without their permission. Like it's a it's a fine boundary and so do whatever you can to make sure that you're staying within that boundary and that you're not going too far. Um and in my personal opinion these kinds of like manipulative techniques are definitely too far. Like you're already trying to reach out to me when I don't want you to stop trying to like manipulate me in the process too okay so tip number one don't use those kinds of tactics to trick people into opening things or trying to start up a conversation when you have no you've not had an interaction you're far better just being open and upfront um and just being honest about the fact that you maybe not had an interaction but you wanted to reach out or whatever it is like you're far better 
being open about it than trying to pretend that you have some sort of connection that you don't, because that's just going to make people annoyed when they realize that they've been tricked. So that's the first one. <laughs> okay. Ooh, feel like I need a breather in between. I'm just going to start ranting. I'm going to try my best not to, but my goodness, this is like, it's a hot topic. Okay. Number two that I received. This is another one that I got on Facebook. And word for word, it goes like this. Hello, I feel like you really benefit from my program. She gives me a, some details about what the program or services are. And then she says, can I share how it works? And that's, that's, that's the whole message. Now, the thing that got me <laughs> about this particular one, again, first of all, they've not used my name. It's like you're sending a message to a person with a name. How much effort is it to just add my name in there? Like, it goes a long way to just, like, add someone's name in. So, like, if you're going to send messages to people, please add their name in. And if you don't know what their name is, you should find out. It's not that hard in most cases to find out somebody's name. <laughs> um, but the thing about this one that really caught my attention was the fact that, again, this is someone that I've never spoken to before. I have no idea who they are. I, like, n I know nothing about them. And they've sent me a message saying, I feel like you'd benefit from my program. Well, how do you know that? <laughs> how do you know that I'd benefit from this thing that you have? You don't know me and I don't know you. How, how do you have any way of knowing this without having some sort of conversation? Like, or even telling me what the, like, and like the information that she shares about the program, by the way, it's like one sentence. I just took it out because I was too lazy to read all the details of like, I think it was, and honestly, I wouldn't call it a program. That's just a complete aside. I think it was like some, like a package is probably a better word. I think it was like some VA services or some sales services to kind of boost my engagement or my sales or revenue or some, something like that. I'm not quite sure. Like I'm not, I wouldn't call it a program from what she describes it as, but that's just an aside. Um, if you're going to try and sell people on stuff, you need to be able to tell them what that benefit is. You can't just say, I feel like you'd really benefit from this thing. It's like, okay, no, but like, why, <laughs> why would I benefit from it? Um, like you have to be able to tell people. So if you, if you really do, if you're scoping out like a particular group of people, um, to message about your thing because you do feel like oh they've got this characteristic or this um this thing about them and I think that this would be a useful thing for them give them something in that message that explains why what you're offering or what you're trying to sell them on is actually going to be useful so not just oh it's going to increase your revenue or oh it's gonna you know increase your conversions or something but like give them some sort of like emotional benefit. We've talked about this a little bit before, but like these emotional connections are what people need in order to buy. And especially when you're doing like cold pitching and outreaching without much chance to like bond with people before people have their guards up. And so even more so, um, you need to essentially, you do need to convince someone, but in an ethical way, right? Not just like, hey, buy this thing or you're, <laughs> I'm going to chase you down, right? Like you need to convince people in an ethical way. And that's going to be being able to share results or sharing um, like why that person in particular might benefit from the, 
the, the service or the or the offer that you're sharing. So, you know, like, oh, I saw that you are um, a really super busy mom that's trying to build her business. This program that I have is going to help you with your time management so that you can work less and still build your business. Would you be interested in having a conversation? That's a better way to go about it. Something like that, right? Like it takes so little time to find something to connect with a person over, okay? So just take that extra two minutes or five minutes or 10 minutes or whatever it is. Yeah, you're not going to be able to send out 100 pitches a day that way, but your conversion is going to be so much better because people might actually open up your messages and respond. So I think it's probably worth the extra time and effort to um, like look up at least a basic piece of information and, and include it in your message rather than just copy pasting. Um, so yeah, that's my thoughts on that one. Make sure that you like personalize, first of all, make sure you include people's names. <laughs> um, and also just like make sure that you have something that you can connect over in some way. Because if there's not that thing, how on earth are they going to benefit from your 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 offer or your service or your program or whatever, right? Like you you have to have that common ground for them to actually say, yeah, like I need this thing that you have, right? If you're a coach and you're coaching people on like relationships or whatever, if they don't have a relationship problem, <laughs> they're not going to be interested in your relationship coaching, right? So like you need to make sure, you know, like if you're if you're if you're like a marriage like counselor or like marriage coach um don't reach out to single people right because they're not married they're not going to be interested so find something basic <laughs> to connect over so you can make sure that they're actually going to be at least potentially interested in what you have to offer okay so <laughs> moving on to the third pitch that i have here now this is my personal favorite that i'm sharing with you today it it's just it cracked me up i read it and i just I laughed and then I did I shared it in my Facebook group. So if you're in my Facebook group, you will already have seen this message. It just cracked me up. It was the funniest thing I've ever like received. It was a lot. It was this was an email and it was it was there was a lot of information and I'm not including most of it because it's completely irrelevant to what we're talking about. But there was there were there were these two lines here um that I'm about to share that just <laughs> really got to me. Okay. So in the middle of this email and I'm still not and this is the thing I don't really know what they're trying to sell me on either like I don't know if it's supplements or an exercise regime or it's something in like the health slash fitness area I think but I really don't know like it it, it it was very vague but anyway they're giving me a bit of context and then they send this and then they send this in the email to me okay they go Sarah, you're clearly a busy man and I don't want to waste your time. This is a premium top tier service for exceptional men who want to leverage their resources to have an edge over everyone else. And then the email goes on. Now, I'm not a man. <laughs> Sarah isn't a, even a gender neutral name. Sarah is definitely a female name. Um, that That is kind of what it is. Like, there's no... You can Google me and see my face. Like I have a face on the internet now. You can look up and you should know that I'm not I'm not a man. <laughs> and especially like I I know these days it's not always as clear cut as that. That's fine. But me in particular, if you look me up, I'm a very feminine type person most of the time. So in my case, for me as an individual, it should be very obvious that I am not a man <laughs> because 
I dress quite femininely. I like to wear bows in my hair. I'm almost always in a dress. I have a name that is a female name. And this person is targeting all of their stuff at men. So their services are for men. And they're just, I don't even know how they got this email and then sent an email to me, assuming that I was in their target demographic. And it just kind of made me laugh because this there's just zero thought that has gone into this email. And not only did they send like this one email, but this person has followed up with me like I think at least three times since. Like there's lots of messages from this person in my junk folder um, as well, trying to get me to like book a consultation or something like that. Um, so do, do your research, okay? Now I get that it's not always obvious when you're messaging people and you're just dealing with names and you're dealing with people that you don't know if you, like, you may not know their gender straight off the bat. So I get that, like, this is not always an easy thing to do, but if you are targeting very specifically um, a specific gender of people or a specific demographic, make sure that you've done your research and that the person or the people that you're reaching out to actually fit within that demographic. And if you're not sure, then don't send a regular message. You could just send something like, like this person could be like, oh, I have these services for, for men. Just, I just wanted to check if, if that is who you are and you'd be interested in learning more or something. Like there's very easy ways that you can kind of sense check before launching into a full pitch because it's really uncomfortable to be like, um, just like to be miscategorized. I mean, it's kind of funny to me. I find it hilarious that it's like they, they've just like gone on this massive tangent about all their services for men and how I, a busy man, <laughs> will benefit from them. Um, but for some people as well, this is a much more sensitive topic and you could like you could accidentally hurt their feelings or um, or something as well. So it's just something to take into consideration, like make sure that you get your demographics correct <laughs> and make sure that you do your research like that's the biggest lesson from this particular pitch here is that like it's so important that you do your research before sending any sort of message or cold pitch to people because like especially I know that some some people like work in very sensitive areas there are people that do grief counseling or um like divorce and or or loss and those kinds of things or and there's like a lot of there, I mean that those are just the first things that come to my mind but there are a lot of sensitive topics out there too and there'd be nothing worse than you trying to reach out with good intentions and it just being completely not received and being super awkward and actually maybe risking really like hurting someone if they're like if they're recovering from some like trauma like they have PTSD or they were abused or something like that um and then you are not particularly sensitive in the way that you approach that you could really hurt their feelings and that's and in there's, there's that's just so unfortunate so you want to make sure that you're doing everything to not do that kind of thing so anyway there's lots of other reasons to do research as well right you want to it's going to increase the chances that people actually look at them that are that the the message is actually relevant to them but do just, even if it's like two minutes or five minutes, it doesn't need to take long. Do a little bit of research into the person or the organization that you're reaching out to. Um, and just make sure that what you're saying is actually going to match what 
your impression is based on what you can find out about that person. Because, yeah, it's it makes a big difference for if your messages are actually like on point. Because so and like, from again, from personal, like I've never I've never paid for services, I don't think, through any sort of cold message. But I have started some conversations with people before um, based on the fact that they sent a really good quality email or something that was very genuine. Um, and, you know, I've thanked them and said, oh, you know, thank you for <clears throat> thanks for letting me know. I'm not interested right now, but I appreciate this message because they took the time to do a bit of research to who I am and what my needs might be. And it makes a huge difference. OK, so do your research <laughs> is lesson number three. Okay, the last one that I'm going to share with you. Whew. This is <laughs> this has been a fun episode. The last um, cold pitch that I'm going to share with you that has um, really just not hit the mark for me here. Um, this is again back to Facebook. Another one that I received on Facebook from again a complete stranger, someone I've never met before. And here's here's the message. Hi, greetings. I am a graphic designer from India. I work as a designer here locally, and I also wish to do freelance work. You can pin me if you need any graphic design services. And that was the end of the message. First of all, graphic design is very broad. There's a lot to it. Like, is there something specifically that you do or do you just do everything? It just it raised more questions than it answered them. Um, but the biggest thing for me here, again, no name. At least the one where they called me a man, at least they had my name in there, which was quite ironic it would probably have been better if they hadn't used my name in that scenario but anyway again no name in this message no personalization it's just a copy paste message to save them the 10 seconds that it would have done to add my name into the message um but the thing the biggest thing for me here is that they've given me no reason why i should care about their work in any way right like they're like they're basically like it comes across this particular one almost comes across as like begging for work and I, I get that like we have businesses to run we have bills to pay but sounding desperate is not gonna get you anywhere because it really takes away from people's confidence that you're actually going to be able to to do the thing that you say that you're going to do right like we have an absolute abundance of choice these days when it comes to hiring service providers and if you are kind of waving your hands going pick me pick me pick me I, I i can do this thing i can do this thing i'll give you the lowest rate it's like it just sends red flags to people because it's like are you actually competent i don't know like you seem very desperate why don't you just let your work speak for your for for its own right so Anyway, this guy hasn't given me any, like, any reasons why I should care. He's just said, I want to do work. And it's like, okay, great. So do we all. <laughs> He's not told me any specific services that he does. Like I say, graphic design is very, very broad. Do you do logo logos? Do you focus on, like, social media posts? Are you, like, a web designer? Uh, do you do, like, physical stuff, like posters or pamphlets or things? Like, it's, those are all, like, and I get, like, maybe you can do all of them, but chances are again in this era where we have this abundance of choice people are going to go for specialists like 90 90 percent of the time they're going to go for someone that's special specialized in the thing that they need help with so like 
at least tell me whether you prefer to focus on like web design or social media or something like that. Like it doesn't need to be super specific, but graphic design for web is very different than graphic design for like social media um, or or things like that. Right. So like at least tell me that much. <laughs> right. So when you're reaching out to people, right, you've got to tell them what like what why they should care. Right. Like you reached out to them they are already disinterested. So you have to overcome that burden and tell them why they should care about you in particular. What is it about your services or your offer that is special or different? Is, is there something that you do that's unique? Or um, like, like what, it, what is the angle that you're coming at from? What, what is the benefit and the reason why they should pay attention to your message, right? Um, you have to have something like that in there. Otherwise, it's just going to like, it's again, it just goes to the junk folder because a lot of these are just copy paste messages with zero personalization, zero connection. And they're not good quality messages because none of them have really told me like any, like none of them have given me a reason to pay attention. And that's really what it comes down to. So when you're going to be messaging people, make sure that you give them a reason to pay attention. Okay. Like, give them some benefits make sure that you've done your research um and the, like at least include their name at the bare minimum include their name especially if you're on social media it does not take long to find out their name and like sometimes like i don't like i say i don't call pitch ever anymore cuz i hate it and i really did not enjoy it when i was trying that out but i will still sometimes occasionally reach out to people just to connect with them and there are sometimes like especially on instagram where you don't know their name they just don't have their name places um and it's okay you can just get around that by saying hey wanted to send you a message i'm so sorry can you tell me what your name is i couldn't see it anywhere i'd love to be able to call you by your first name <laughs> you can just say something like that that's kind of lighthearted and just ex and it shows that you're interested in them as a person right so there's lots of ways to get around these things and they don't take a lot of time and they're going to make a world of difference in the way that your messages are received. It might actually get them opened in the first place. Never mind, like, once and once they're opened, you can take that further and you can have that conversation and maybe you can get some clients out of it. Or at least you can make some good connections and maybe they turn into clients or referrals in the future. So, this is a little bit longer today, I think. <laughs> I got... I get really a bit, I, I'm very passionate about, about this because cold pitching is just, is very delicate and the majority of people really don't care and aren't going to look at it, but it does work for some people. And if you really want to use it, make sure that you're doing it right. So let's see if we can recap my four kind of main takeaways here. Number one, do not use sleazy tactics or anything that's manipulative to trick people into thinking that you've already had some sort of interaction. It's just not ethical. It's not good. And a lot of times spam folders will pick this up and people won't look at them. Thing number two or tip number two, make sure that you have some sort of connection in some way, even if it's literally just that, oh, I saw that you're a mom or something. Find a way to connect with the person in your message so that it's personal and it's not just a copy-paste message. Tip number three, make sure that you do your research. This is building onto that second one. Like, do your research about who this person or the organization is. What are their needs? Who are they? What kind of person are they? Like, what can you find out 
in a small amount of time, because like I say, this shouldn't take you like six hours to do. It should only be like five, 10 minutes. Do a bit of research and just see what you can find out so that your message is actually going to connect with them and it's going to be something that's well received and it's not going to accidentally insult them or offend them, especially if you're dealing with more sensitive topics or you like in, in the, the example I had, you, you if you don't know what gender they are, those kinds of things that could be more sensitive for people, just make sure you do your research so that you can avoid any of that. And then thing number four, make sure that you actually tell people why they should care about the, the service or the offer that you're sharing. Like what is it about, about you or about what you do that, that they should be interested in? Make sure that you actually share that benefit. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to wrap up here. If you're going to cold pitch, do these things. Although we can maybe have a conversation another day about why I don't like cold pitching and maybe why there are better ways to reach out to people. But if you're going to do it, do it right. Do it well. Do it ethically and honestly. Use these tips to make your messages better and they're going to be far better received and people might actually open and, like I say, respond and maybe even they can become clients. So um, I hope these tips were helpful for you. I will see you in our next episode next week. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. This is the only way I know you're actually liking the show. Plus, I love getting to hear from you, and every message brings me so much joy. If you're ready to master your messaging, serve your audience well, and make deep connections online that will actually turn into paying clients, you're invited to join my free 7-Day Sell on Socials Challenge. In just seven days, I'll walk you through how to get clarity on the three most important aspects of your messaging and how to work with social media to build a business that actually makes you money. This free challenge includes 30 days of content ideas so you can put what you learn into practice. Sign up at sarahbeisel.com slash socials. I'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye.